0: Tonight we're going to start a new series, Jesus and Relationships. And the first part we're going to look at is Be Understanding. And tonight we're going to look at Luke chapter 6, 41 to 42, but I want us to just think for a second. I want you to think about you. How many of you are perfect? Anyone perfect in this room? No one's perfect, right? we like to show people their faults. We like to show people where they're wrong. We like to show people what they're doing wrong in their lives. We like to compare ourselves to people. Jesus, in illustrating for us here, is that part of the reversal is radically changing the way we relate to other people. When we experience God's grace, knowing Jesus, we should be both aware of our own sinfulness and willing to extend grace to others. Therefore, in the place of a judgmental attitude, we have an attitude of understanding. In the place of searching for the faults of others, we are gracious to others. Why? Because Jesus is well aware of our sinfulness, and would just be in condemning us. Yet he extended to, to us understanding and grace. You see, we sometimes think that we have it all together. We think that sometimes, well, I'm not as bad as so-and-so. You know, I don't do this sin. You know, I only do this. I only tell small lies. But this person, man, you should have heard the lie that they told. You know, we try to compare our sin, and we try to make ourselves look better. But if you have your Bible, let's look at Luke chapter 6. And I just want to go um, and just look at the, in the context so we could get that. But I just want and we're going to focus on 41 and 42. But I want us to just look at starting at verse 37. It says this. And this is one of the favorite verses that people like to quote. Do not judge, or you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. will be poured into your lap. But with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Verse 39. He also told this parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A student is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like a teacher. Again, he's just showing, look. We like to judge people. We like to look at people and say, "You know, this is the type of person you are." How many of you have ever been judged? I'm sure, all of us have been judged at one point in our lives. We all judge by the way we look, by the way we dress. We're judged by the way, by from where we're from at times. You know, I remember, you know, as, when I worked um, at Maranatha Music and just thinking of times when I would look at a customer and say to myself, you know what? They got money. They can buy something big. And you know, one day what normally happened in those situations, the ones I thought I was could buy the most stuff ended up buying the cheapest little thing. And the person who I thought didn't have no money at all, ended up buying the biggest thing and making me look like a total fool. And verse 41 and 42 says this, Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and you will see clearly to take out the speck, That's in your brother's eye. You see, we have to all understand something tonight, that we all struggle with sin. But for us, it's so easy to look at someone else's life and say, you know what? I'm not as bad as so-and-so. You know, I go to church. You know, I I do these things. I read my Bible at times. And guess what? So-and-so over there, she's so bad. She does this. She does this. She does that. But yet we have our own little secret life. And a sinful life we have a life that to the person on the outside they may not see with all that we do but it's someone who's greater than that and sees everything that's God himself but just look at this and it says why do you see the speck as in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that's in your own eye I want you to think for a second a log all right anyone ever seen like a big log we all seen big logs right imagine a log for a second compared to a speck. You see, it's so easy for us to point things in people's lives that we don't even think about what's in our own life. It's easy for me to point out your sin. It's easy for me to say, but you know what? I'm better than you because I don't do this. You see, too many times we try to compare ourselves to the other people instead of comparing ourselves to God and recognizing that, you know what? That no matter what I see in someone else, that's not who I'm supposed to compare myself to. I'm supposed to compare myself to God himself. I'm supposed to compare myself and say, you know what? I haven't reached the mark. I haven't got there and I can't get there on this earth. How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You see, so many times in our lives, we don't see the sin in our lives because we're so caught up in everybody else's life that we don't see our own sin. You ever been to a point where, you know, you just look at someone and say, boy, they are terrible. They're no good. You know, they do this to their parents, you know, and and you even tell your mom or dad and say, you know, mom, at least I'm not like, you wouldn't want that one to be your daughter. Or even in your own house, you compare yourself to your brother or sister and say, at least I'm not as bad as Joe. There's no one named Joe in there, right? So, But the point I'm trying to make is that we are always looking to put ourselves above everybody else. Instead of saying to myself, you know what, I need to first of all look at my life. And ask myself, what sin is in me before I could even go and talk to someone about their sin? You ever had a time, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but you ever had a time when you tried to talk to someone about something they were doing wrong? Anyone ever did that? That like you talked to someone about something they were doing wrong? And they just threw something right back at you? You know, let me just put it this way. It's nothing wrong. Listen. There's nothing wrong with going and and talking to someone about their sin. But you need to recognize that you are a sinful person as well. And that you're not perfect. And you need to make sure that you deal with the sin in your life first before you could even go talk to anyone about their sin. Because you know what? If you're like me, we have enough sin in our lives to deal with on our own. That I can't worry about dealing with other people's sin. But we too many times think we could fix the world's problems. You ever met someone like that who think they could fix the whole world? That if you did it this way and I did it this, you know, if you did what everything I told you to do, you would be straight. This world would be, you know, we wouldn't need to worry about nothing with the government. If they listen to all my plans, they'd have a greater Bahamas because I got it all together. I know exactly how we should run the country. I know exactly what we should do with the dump. I know exactly what we should do with crime. And the list goes on. Don't you have politicians come to your house and do that? And, and they tell you they have all the answers. If you vote for me, I will do this for you. And then you don't see them. After they get voted in, you don't see them no more to the next election. Here it is, is this. When we sit and think of these verses and we think of it, we got to make sure we truly understand that we're not just about pointing people's sin, but we're about helping people. If you notice, the guy comes and says, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log. And what does he say, you hypocrite? You see, again, we can't worry about just worrying about other people's life. We've got to search our own heart. And again, you know, we have these sins that we don't think are as big as other sins. You know, well, you know, I only cheated on one question. You had the whole textbook out. You know, cheating is cheating. You know, I only told this little lie to my mom, but you told this big lie. And I know you have parents, and I, and I know I, some of you have brothers and sisters, and I want you to think about this. How many of you have ratted out your sibling, your brother or sister, because you got so mad at them, and you ratted them out? All right. Point exactly, right? Because you got mad, because you because you got so mad at your brother or sister that you just ratted them out. And then they threw something back at you and said you did this. And then back and forth. You see, this is why we had to be very careful. Listen. This is why you have to be very careful about pointing out things in people's lives, because we have to recognize, again, that we don't have it all together, none of us. I don't have it all together, you don't have it all together, but we're there to encourage one another. My attitude should be this, if I want to come and talk to you about your sin and be like, you know what, this is what I struggle with. I struggle with this thing, but I can see you struggle with this. How can we help one another? You know, you can imagine for a guy, a guy comes to another guy and said, you know what? I see you struggle with pornography, but I just want you to know this, that I was a person and I overcome it and I, and I tried my best and I'm doing better. But you know what? I see that you're doing good at this area of your life and I need help here. How can we help one another? You see at the body of Christ, we're supposed to be there for one another. We will be to help one another and be there and to encourage one another, not to put each other down. You see, but that's our problem. We have too much of that in the church today, where we're all about putting each other down because we want to be on top. No one wants to be told that they are a sinner. You know, we have churches today that even compromise, they even use the word sin in churches or hell because they don't want to hurt nobody because that is too radical to talk about hell or sin. But sin is real. And it's something that we all struggle with. And you see, we're not going to somebody just because we want to show them their faults, but we want to go with them graciously and say, you know what? I want to help you. There's a God who can forgive you of that. There's a God who's forgiven me of this. Let me ask a question. If I said... Me personally, I've never drank, I've never smoked, all right? Never done that in my life. But I come to Drew, I'm going to call a real person this time. I come to Drew and say, Drew, man, I know what it's like, what you're doing, man. I know, I know about how, how it is drinking and smoking on the weekends, you know, I, I know what it's like. I'm lying, right? I don't know what it's like, because I don't struggle with that. But the point of matter is, that's what we try to do. Because we like to come to people and make them think, you know what, I'm better than you. I'm a better person than you because I don't do these things. But that's not what it's about. He continues, you hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye and you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your own brother's eye. You see, we're here to try to help one another. We're here because we have a gracious God that initiated this relationship with us and said, you know what? I want you to be a child of mine. You realize we did nothing for God to want us? Nothing. Let me have a question. Have you ever been around a person, a child, and you always say, give me a love, give me a hug, and that child wants nothing to do with you? Anyone ever been on that road that you have... <laughs> You have a, you know, like a child and... Huh? Yeah, like, that, like you say, come give me a hug, give me a love, and then it'll like totally go to the next way or go around you and don't want nothing to do with you? Listen. All right, listen, listen. That's kind of what Christ did with us. When we wanted nothing to do with Christ, we wanted nothing to do with anything to do with Him He said, you know what? I'm coming down. And I'm going to die for your sins. I'm going to initiate this gift of grace to you because I love you. Not because I want to point out your sin and say, you're a horrible person. No, because I love you. You see, Christ died for us when we wanted nothing to do with Him, when we were His enemies. That's what He did for us. So how do we repay him? By giving up ourselves. By loving each other. You know, we talked about Jesus and loving others just before we did relationships. And it's so important because I think that when we love others, it's easy to love ourselves. It's easy to love people. It's really easy to have relationships with people and be true with people. Let me ask a question. How many of you like fake people? Anyone like a fake person? No, right? You like fake people? No one wants someone to be fake with them, right? I'm a person, I can be honest. I want you to be straight up with me. Be real. If you don't, listen, if you don't like something I do, let me know. Don't talk behind my back and say this thing. I'd rather you come directly to me. And you know what? Not that in an arrogant way, but because we as the body of Christ need to make sure we're taking care of each other. So how do we apply this tonight? Now, first of all, how gracious are you to other people? How gracious are you to other people? Are you a person that if you see someone just trip and fall and you just want to harp and point out everything they're doing wrong and be like, I saw you do that. You know, I saw you do that. And you know, you're just this horrible person. Secondly, how quick are you to judge people? How quick are you to judge people? You know, there's been a, a pastor in the United States, and I'm sure there's multiple of them. But there's been a pastor who's basically he's dressed up as a uh, as a person who's begging on the side of the road, right in front of his church. You know, and people didn't even know; and they just passed him by. They didn't know who he was. But he just wanted to see what it was like and how people were treated. You know, in the Book of James, it tells us that not we should not show favoritism. But you ever look at people, and you ever. See a person who you don't know come to church and they come dressed a little different than we think they should. You know, like for instance, I'll just like a, say a tourist comes to church and he comes in short pants. Don't you notice how everyone just draws to that guy and like, and be like, whoa, you know? They're like, they're in short pants. They shouldn't be the church. No, you know, but that's how some people think. You see, we're quick to judge. Secondly, do you remember when you, where you have come from? before you knew Christ? Could you think of your life, if you know Christ as your savior, and think of your life before Christ, and where you are today? Is there any difference? Because if it isn't, then you check yourself and ask yourself, am I truly born again? Because there should be a difference. Fourth, how are we to look at others? How are we to look at it? Are we supposed to be so critical of others and just watching them that we don't care about ourselves? Because I think that's what happens life. We are so critical of others that we don't even care about our own selves. And lastly, is there a log that you need to take out of your eye? Is this, this sin that you have in your life that you just say, you know what? I need to take this out. And I need help with it. You know talk to one of the leaders see how we can help you we're not perfect you know none of us are perfect but we're here to help you so I challenge you tonight as we close that you would just really search your heart your life and ask yourself what sin do I struggle with how gracious am I to others and how can I help other people Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today and we thank you for all that you've done. Father, we pray that you would continue to be honored in all that we do, Father, that you allow your spirit to just work in and through us. And Father, I pray that you'd beat each one of us, that we would search our hearts and our lives. And Father, we would search for the sin that we have that we struggle with. And that you would help us to grow in our relationship with you. Father, we pray that you would continue just to be honored in all that we do for the rest of this evening. And Father, that you would just allow us to be a light that shines brightly for you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.